Hello. Hi. Hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode. It feels like we just did this. (laughs) (laughs) Because I think we did. Well, it wasn't a whole week. Yeah, I mean, I think we recorded last Friday, Yeah, I want to say. But we're already on Wednesday. It's the day after Halloween now. Yep, we survived Halloween. 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 2023. Not Not my favorite Halloween of my life. Yeah, me neither. I mean, I feel like for me specifically, it's just kind of like a stressful time in my life. So I'm like not super excited and I'm poor. I think (laughs) I've had more money. It's nice when you can just like go out and not worry about spending money. You can just spend the money. Well, rent. Oh, shit. I got to pay rent. (laughs) Rent's due. So that. Well, that happens every year. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) But it sucks. Yeah. But I mean. We still had fun. We had a little party at our friend's house, mm-hmm. and we dressed up. Yeah, we got you know. to dress up. We went to a bar. Yeah. I think it's also maybe we're just getting older, and it's less exciting. Yeah. It's like, okay, yeah. We all have to work tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> we got shit to do. I do love Halloween, though. I think that I, I want to do some ritualistic stuff. So, yeah. Let's start with our game. Okay. Let's get deep. Let's get deep. So let's get deep. <laughs> yeah, let's get deep. <laughs> How many times have you been in love? Oh, um, I'd say three times. Three times? Yeah. I mean, and that's me being in love at the in the moment, you know, because looking back at some of those, that wasn't love. Yeah. But in the moment, I was in love. Right. So. Well, I mean, like you felt like you were at the time so you were in love yeah but your idea of love has maybe changed yeah third time's a charm what was the first one i was 20 19 or 20 is that the one that was kind of that cheated on you yes (laughs) you found you found on their computer or something yes yeah i found out uh it was after my mom died and we moved back in with my dad and in the house i grew up in just to like you and your boyfriend yes oh Yes. Your dad was chill with that. Yeah. Yeah, he was like whatever cuz I was living in Ohio, so my dad was just happy that I was back, back in West Virginia. Yeah. And my boyfriend at the time got this like DJ job at a gay bar. Okay. And he was going to work one night. It was like 10 p.m. and we were laying in bed on his computer and I saw an email from his ex-girlfriend. That's so sketchy. And she had been sketchy before like she had tried to come over one time when i was out of town and one of his friends told me good on his (laughs) friend and i was like that's really weird why did she email you yeah she has your phone number clearly Mm -hmm. you know and he was like oh i don't know that's so weird and deleted it (laughs) deleted it deleted it we didn't even open it he just deleted it you know he went back in those drafts or like back in because you can like Look at the deleted files. Well, so he deleted it and then he was like, all right, uh, I got to go to work. And I was like, "Okay, bye. And I got on his laptop (laughs) and went into the deleted files. Oh, there you go. (laughs) Okay. Deleted emails. And I saw like their whole exchange and it was very sexual and there was pictures. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I lost my mind. That Yeah. I mean, it's like a kind of funny quote-unquote story now but that must have been like really 
tough I at was, the time. Yeah. Did you tell your dad about the cheating thing? Um, I think so. I don't remember hmm. because I definitely we were gonna work it out. We were gonna try. And we had been dating for two and a half years and we were going to try to like work through it. And I just couldn't get it out of my head because she had this wasn't the first time I had found something like that. Mm. So it it was actually like the third time. (laughs) Not even cheating wise, just like him being sneaky. Mm -hmm. And was it always with her? No, it was like different people. Yeah. So. I was like, I can't do this. And how dare you? My mom just died. Yeah. That's so fucked up. Yeah. And we're like literally under my dad's roof. Like, yeah. I, I couldn't get over it. Yeah. So I kicked him out. And he, Good. He had to move back to Ohio. Good. He's married now. <laughs> hmm. That's crazy, though. Yeah. So, I mean, it wasn't like physical cheating, but. Has- well, it is. I mean, I would still consider that cheating for yeah, sure. I mean, and he, he probably did do something physical. You just didn't know. Exactly. I think that people, uh, it's like, I feel like they wouldn't have done that if he was single. People love to just like. Fuck up relationships. It's like a, the, the deviance of it. Yeah. Or like, Kirsten, is it hard or easy for you to follow through on commitments? Oh, I mean, I guess hard. <laughs> yeah. But you do I follow like, through. You you do do it though. Yeah, I mean it depends on what it is. If it's something I really want to do, I will do it. But yeah, I'm I'm a procrastinator for sure. If it like like this like the podcast, I feel like I've sometimes try to talk myself out of doing it, but then I'm like, no, I'm gonna do it. Yeah, it's yeah. like yeah, you still do it, but it might be a little hard to like get there. Yeah, it's the ADHD thing. Yeah. Well, we decided that we're gonna do another round of witchcraft yeah because there's too much and this might not even be the last part it probably won't be we're really into it we're into it and uh if you're not sorry sorry but this is our life now this isn't the pod for you then yeah we're (laughs) witchy girls and we're gonna talk about witchy stuff so i'm kirsten i'm Allie, and you're listening to thank Thank you so much. much Thank you so much for witchcraft. witchcraft. Part two. Part dos. So, Allie, we, I think it was during our witchcraft session that we were looking at books. I don't know why. We, I think we were kind of drunk, maybe. Yeah, we, but we were, like, looking normally. up books. And anywho, what, what you got there? What book you got there? So, this is from Buckland's Complete Book of Witchcraft, the classic course in Wicca. So um, it's kind of like a workbook where there's like lessons and it goes kind of through the history of witchcraft, through what like w- like Wiccans believe as far as like almost like a religion, mm-hmm. but not as strict and not as like cut and dry. Yeah. Um, and then it goes into like how to set up your altar, how to set up the room your altar's in and all that stuff and then there's also like spells and things like as it's like you build up to to that part okay you have to like know all the ins and outs first and then he goes over like the spells so -hmm. it's very linear and it's like a a workbook because there's questions after every lesson that you have to fill out or you don't have to but you have to you (laughs) You must do it but it it would be really helpful too so yeah it's kind of like you're learning like a whole like a course on witch on witchcraft i like it yeah 
today I thought we could go into like the beliefs of most witches and of course this isn't all witches don't believe in this stuff and he does say that a lot he's like this isn't you know every single witch isn't going to believe this but this is what I think makes sense and what a lot of other witches think makes sense and Wiccans and you know all mm-hmm. that stuff so okay I was interested like what do witches actually believe in let's hear about it <laughs> okay well first of all would you consider yourself a religious person no me either I grew up religious but no well my family was Methodist I guess but we're mostly just like Protestant Christians not <laughs> non-Catholic Christians okay but yeah. I went to Catholic school. I went to Catholic high school. So I've, I like grew up around it a lot. And we went to church every Sunday and stuff. And I was in the youth group in church. Oh, me too. But I think when I went to college, honestly, I think it was when I took religion in college that I was like, who am I to say that this religion is the right mm-hmm. one? Yeah. And then I just kind of stopped. That's kind of what turned me off from Christianity, too. I was in youth group and stuff, and I was, like, pretty into it. Like, I got baptized when I was, like, 10 or something. And But, yeah, the more that you research mm-hmm. and the more that you think about things, it's like, I don't necessarily believe in this, and it doesn't align with my views. And I just don't like how Christians are very like this is what it is yeah and if you're not this then you're going to hell yeah that's crazy to me and for some reason this girl from my childhood (laughs) decided to mail me her personal bible did i tell you this no i didn't tell you this no oh my gosh like were you posting about religion online or like no i i honestly i don't know if she like listened to one of our podcasts so this is recent then yes so let me tell you the story also if you're listening to this girlfriend, girl thank you so much for the bible me and her like grew up together like her, her mom was my mom's friend because they were both teachers hmm. and we went to the same pool growing up and we would play like mermaids together yeah like she was my pool buddy but and you were you were pretty close Yeah, for that stint of time. Yeah. But we went to different high schools. I think she went to a Christian school Mm -hmm. and I didn't. And like we weren't friends after we were like 12 probably. But we stayed in touch, you know, like through Facebook and stuff. But I mean, had you guys like DM'd each other? Not really, but she knew my mom. Like the other day, I don't know if it's because I've been posting about witchcraft, but she messaged me and she was like hey what's your address i really want to send something to you like i have something for you oh and i was like okay cool because she does art too and i was like it could be just yeah she made a craft or something for you yeah yeah here's my address and then a couple days later i get this big ass holy bible in the mail and it's like jesus (laughs) oh jesus it was all tattered and like the pages were falling out and they were all highlighted and there were notes everywhere. And sh- I was like, hey, th- thank you for, <laughs> for the Bible. And she was like, oh, you're welcome. I just felt called to do it. Like God told me to send this to you and it, it helped me through a lot of things. And I hope you find your answers. That's what she said. I hope mm. you find the answers you're looking for. And da, da, da. And I was like, was there something that made you 
want to send like think about this yeah Yeah. like did i did you see something i posted or like anything spark that she was like no i was really just praying and god told me to send it to you and i was like okay thank you like i i appreciate that that's very personal to you so that's nice you yeah it it seems like like that's her like personal book yeah but i was just like what makes you think that i'm searching for answers first of all yeah what makes you think i don't have a relationship with god like you don't know me well enough to assume that i wouldn't have those things because religion is so personal yeah and like not everyone screams it at the top of their lungs Mm -hmm. like christians do yeah so when I was reading this today, it just reaffirmed that. Like what you believe. What I yeah. believe because the thing about the beliefs in Wiccan is like they don't know. They mm-hmm. they don't know and it's okay to not know. But they also started. Out- well, isn't that like agnostic? Well, I guess agnostic is you. You acknowledge y- that there's a higher power. Yeah. But you don't know what it is. Yeah. But I think like agnostic is a little bit more. The way I think of it is it's more like there is a god i don't know i don't know either but um witchcraft does have like more of a belief system than like agnostic people do Mm -hmm. but i just thought it was cool because the first like paragraph is saying that like there's different names for the gods but there's not different gods Mm -hmm. so yeah we could all be praying to the same god it's a different name like Allah or Jesus or yeah you know yeah I mean well maybe you can think of that girl reaching out to you as that for you because you're thinking about quote unquote God as in the universe and witchcraft and maybe you're kind of like manifesting so maybe there maybe you should look at that book is what I'm saying it could like symbolize something for you maybe maybe yeah I mean but also I like I've read the bible like, yeah, but maybe she's got lot, something in there to. I don't know. I don't know. So they're saying like, you know, it's really common for people to view God as something they can relate to. So yeah. like a woman or a man or maybe black people think of God as black or, you know, white people think of. I mean, we changed Jesus to white. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, all of us have this idea of like an ultimate deity. So when witches think of God it's always like two different deities. There's like a masculine version and a feminine version. And this book is saying that if God is all powerful, you kind of have to have both in order to be all powerful. <laughs> like you have to have both in you for balance. So the masculine and feminine thing comes in later when this book is saying like, which is religion is nature the balances of nature the way everything just kind of works together in nature yeah it's like harmony harmony yeah Yeah, that's a good word for it harmony kind of like when you know this certain bee lands on a flower and it poops on it and then that poop is actually used to feed a spider that is also living on the same flower. I don't know. It's like nature has been built to work on its own. Yeah. You know, um, humans came in and did all this crazy stuff, but like we didn't need to. Right. It's provided us the tools to heal beyond. Because I mean, think yeah. about like in witchcraft, like they use so many things from the earth. Yeah. Botanicals and herbs different herbs. And- yeah. Yeah, I feel like really, and this is going to sound woo-woo, but I feel like there are a lot of cases where plants can cure 
rather yeah. than like using over the counter medicines or yeah. prescriptions even like there's so many plants on the planet i mean at the end of the day we get everything from the earth yeah whether like literally everything is literally yeah. that's the only yeah. thing we have is the earth so yeah whether we mess with the components and make it into something else it still came from the earth cocaine yeah came from the earth yeah any kind of like prescription drugs yeah I guess, yeah, you because know? we're messing with the chemicals to m- create that. Yeah, but the but chemicals came from the earth, the elements. Right. Yeah, it kind of resonates with me, and you know, I like how it it does have like the two masculine energies within everything. There's masculine and feminine energies, and it's saying that even the most macho man is going to have some feminine energy in him like Mm -hmm. some trait and you need both in order for balance and harmony and all that stuff one complaint that witches have about christianity is that it takes out the feminine side of a deity because jesus is masculine god we always say he so that's like one thing that i guess witches don't like about christianity yeah yeah and he and he's just saying like every single one of us is made of both masculine and feminine attributes. So you can't just say God as a deity is just a man or, you know. Like yeah. You can't just doesn't make sense, really, with the whole balance of nature. It's both. They're also saying that the name of your deity can be a personal preference. Like, you can name your hmm. particular God that you believe in. And they're not going to get confused. They're going to know that they're that you're talking to them. Whatever resonates with you, if you want to say the wind or like whatever, like I'm <laughs> praying to this or whatever, it still works. It's still good. And he wants to make it clear in this book that <laughs> witchcraft is not anti-Christian, anti-Judaism, anti-anything. It's just simply not Christian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, that was one thing he kind of repeated a couple times. And then, I don't know if you've ever thought about reincarnation, but which is because of just things they see psychically, they all kind of have the same visions of reincarnation and the souls and the afterlife and stuff. So I thought that was really interesting. Do Um, you think that you've been reincarnated? Um, I don't know, but I've always wanted to get one of those hypnosis readings yeah well what like past lives past life readings yeah i think so i mean i do trust some psychics Mm. when they say things like that but i watched this show on netflix and it was all about near-death experiences and there was a section about reincarnation it made me like kind of believe more in it because this little kid like these little kids they're like three years old and they're talking about their past life and then they fact check everything and it's true yeah that's crazy that is wild yeah because they're so little how would they know that yeah so that's kind of what pushes me in that direction but this book is saying this is what we think this is what witches see when they are you know have their psychic abilities But at the end of the day, we don't know. Yeah. But reincarnation is super, super old. And it's part of a lot of religions, including Hinduism and Buddhism, for example. So it's believed that the human spirit or soul is a fragment of the divine. So like we all have God in us and it will eventually return to the divine source. So in order to get to divinity, 
Mm. You have to experience all these different things in life. They're saying that the soul has to experience everything. Why should one person be born into a rich family, another person into poverty? Why should one be born crippled, another fit and strong? It's because we must all eventually experience all things. So one thing he said was like child prodigies, <laughs> Mozart, and yeah. like children who just play the piano at four years old, like they've been playing for 70 years. Oh, yeah. That's why they're so good. It's yeah, it's from the past yeah, life. Yeah, he's saying like he, they're bringing memories from the past mm. life over into this life. Or like, yeah, intuitions from... Yeah. yeah. And he also talks about homosexuality. He was like, maybe it could also be explained through reincarnation. Like oh. if you were male in one life and then you come back as a female. Yeah, and trans people too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It could all just be from that. It could all just be from our past lives of yeah. why we feel the way we feel about ourselves. Yeah. That's kind of a cool way of thinking it. Yeah. He talks about what's the point of a child living if they're just going to die early. You know, like child death is terrible. Like, why would that be a thing? And he's saying, well, for the reincarnation, the people who believe in reincarnation, the child has learned everything that it needed to learn in this life. And hmm. it was over. They graduated. That one lesson they learned or whatever is what, I, you know. I like that way of putting it because it's like people that we say, and it's not even just children, but people like, you know, like your mom or my dad that like died at younger ages mm -hmm. than normal. Maybe that's because they had a longer life in the past. That, yeah. And this is, you know, all they needed. That's all they needed. And then now they're ready to go on to the next one. Yeah. So, yeah, that kind of, like, gave me a little comfort, I yeah. think. So, yeah, they're just saying, like, in each life, you, you have a certain amount to learn, a certain amount to experience. Occasionally, you may remember past lives, but normally we don't. And then he was also saying, like, hypnosis stuff, past life readings are something you can look into for that. Hmm. Deja vu might be something from... Our past life. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you're doing the same thing that maybe you did in your past life, you might remember it and it might come back to you as a memory, but you don't really know what it's from. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. They also believe in karma, kind of like not in the, you know, if you are a murderer in this life, you're going to get the worst possible outcome in, in your next life. They think that karma is for one lifetime. So oh, okay. if you live your yeah. life, do evil stuff in this life, you're going to maybe... You can start over in your mm -hmm. next life, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They don't think that it carries over into different lives, like the karma. That seems fair because it doesn't seem like it would be fair for your past self to... Be or your present self to benefit from like something you don't even... Yeah, like I, I didn't even... Did. Do, yeah, I didn't... I don't yeah. remember <laughs> been doing that and I'm not that person. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's kind of nice. <laughs> Rather than being rewarded and punished after death for what you have done in your life, which is believe you get your rewards and punishment during your lifetime. I think that's nice. So like, yeah, Christians, not to keep bringing it back to Christianity, but that's like the biggest religion over here. So if over here, over here <laughs> you do bad here, you get punished in your afterlife. But witches don't believe that. So I like that because I don't believe that there's a hell and you're going to go to hell for being gay and you're going to get punished for the rest of your life. I just don't believe that. I don't either. So <laughs> um, basically your only job here is to progress, work towards perfection. You can create your own reality. 
whatever you want to achieve, you can achieve it. There's a Wiccan rule, and it's old, but it says, and it harm none, do what thou wilt. <laughs> what thou wilt <laughs> with thou wilt in it harm none <laughs> so if it, if it doesn't harm anybody do whatever you want yeah and i like that that's freeing yeah and whenever possible help those less fortunate and that doesn't mean like help them to the fullest extent that you possibly can it could just mean give them advice or even be empathetic towards people is helping them in in that way too i also read about like between lives because time isn't real uh it's a made-up construct by humans you could be in between lives and your job at that point is to help people who are on earth Hmm. guardian angels or spirit guides stuff like that that could be like the people who are in between their lives okay that's cool you know there's no time there so they wanted to help, like, they could help you through your whole lifetime and then be reborn and, you know, something, something else. And, yeah, I'm not saying I believe all of this. I'm just... This is just what it's, like, this is what it's in t- there. Yeah. yeah. Witches always hope that they'll be reborn in the next life with those that they have known and loved. From different psychic experiences, it seems like this is often the case. A lot of times, a couple will stay together throughout numerous lifetimes in different relationship oh, roles. that's cute. Yeah, so maybe, like, you're the love of your life in this lifetime may be your daughter in the next lifetime. Your souls will still be together. It just might be different roles. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. That would be wild. Yeah, because you really can be, like, something completely different, but there's still some, like, similarities. Yeah. Yeah. This is all through their experiences, their visions god or deity is talking to them this is what they see and feel so i think it's kind of cool like it it makes more sense to me (laughs) than other things yeah i mean Um, i i buy it i think like the past life stuff i haven't thought about as much but definitely like the view of the world and the harmony of the earth and how everything is here like to help us survive and be healthy and mm-hmm. yeah. I know that you are going to go into different magics, mm-hmm. but before you can do any magic, you've got to have an altar. That's right. An altar is just, it can be on anything, but it's better to have an altar that doesn't contain any steel. Oh, never heard that. If there's metal in the table, the only metal that's acceptable is brass and that's because the witch's knife and sword and wand or whatever tools that the witch is using for directing energies, they can be conductive of metal. Oh. Any metals that are conductive might throw off the energy. Oh. Should I get rid of my little spoons? I have little witch's spoons. I don't know. Maybe I like my little witch spoons. Maybe I'll, I'll read more on it. <laughs> yeah. And let you know. Maybe you can get brass spoons. That'd be cool. But I like the spoons that I have. I like those spoons, too. (laughs) (laughs) And an incense burner is necessity. And that's actually pretty cool because incense has been used in religions throughout thousands of years. And there's like a ton of belief in incense throughout different religions. The whole concept is the incense carries your prayers up to the gods. What lesson did we just 
<laughs> get a crash course in. Yeah, that was lesson two. Okay. First lesson is more like the history, which we already kind of went over yeah. in our last episode, our last witchcraft episode. And then lesson two is the belief. What was the, what's the lesson after that? Next lesson is tools, clothing, and names. Working tools, knife, marking in metal, sword, other tools, dress, jewelry. Cool. Your witch name. Ooh. Ooh. Maybe we should find out what our witch name is. Ali Oops, I did it again. Yeah, that's my <laughs> that's my witch name. Ali Oops. Kirsty Bot. <laughs> I did it again. <laughs> you have to refer to me by that. Where did the where did that come from? Ali Oops, I did it again. Well, Ali Oop. Yeah, that's like a basketball thing. Yeah, right? so like Ali Oop, and then Oops, I did it again. So it's really just that. That's what I thought. Yeah, but it's I, not that I, I deep. Maybe was, I thought there was more to it, maybe. No, not it's not that deep. All right. Well, I have some more from this big old tome the from the Library of Esoterica. And we're going to be talking about different schools of magic. Ooh. And so this is like you talked about like witchcraft and like some of the Wiccan beliefs. Mm -hmm. This is like talking about different types of witches and different types of magic. Cool. First of all, I kind of looked up about, you know, what are spells? Mm -hmm. And it's basically an attempt to achieve some goal. And every spell has two things in common, the spellcaster's own personal magic and then the goal. That's like the basic formula of the spell. And then there's like a bunch of different things that you can do to cast a spell, mm-hmm. usually involving words and objects, rituals. I think I'm going to talk about sympathetic magic first, okay. because I think this one seems like the overarching idea. And it was reminded of this when you were talking about like the harmony of nature, mm-hmm. kind of. So sympathetic magic rules under the theory of correspondences which means that things that resemble each other will naturally magically impact each other it's like when people use dolls to symbolize some person (laughs) yeah (laughs) or like in my spell book one of the spells was you get a green silk ribbon and it's a a money spell so it's like things that like resemble other things using symbols. And I thought this was interesting because it says sympathetic magic enables one to create one's own destiny. By utilizing the power of correspondences, one is able to manifest the object of one's desire. And they also thought that cave paintings, some of those were like using sympathetic magic because they would like summon the animal and mm. that they were drawing. Mm-hmm. And, but this, it comes with a chart, a table of correspondences. And this is what why I wanted to start with this, because this is like the stuff that I think we kind of hear over and over again in like astrology and like tarot. But we have different correspondences, the planets, metals, colors, botanicals, deities, gemstones. For example, I'm not going to do all of these because there's a bunch. But, for example, if we look at, like, the the sun, there's, like, a symbol for the sun, and then the metal is gold. The colors, what do you think the colors would be? Yellow mm-hmm. and orange. Mm-hmm. Yellow, orange, and gold. What do you think would be good botanicals for the sun? Sunflower. Yeah? Uh-huh. Daisy. 
Well, you got sunflower. Um, <laughs> I don't know citrus. a lot of flowers. Citrus. Oh, that's yeah. botanical. Yeah, citrus and heliotrope, which I'm not sure what heliotrope is. It's but. a street by my house. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, did, I did know that, but apparently it's a botanical, <laughs> which know. I did not know. All right. And then the deities for the sun are Apollo, Helios, Sol, Invictus. And then we have uh, the day, Sunday. And I didn't realize this because oh. it's like Sunday is the sun. Monday is the moon. Oh. Tuesday is Mars. Wednesday is Mercury. Jupiter is Thursday. Friday is Venus. And Saturday is Saturn. Interesting. That well, some sense. of them like really sound like yeah, the like word. Yeah, Saturn, Saturday. Yeah. Wow. Monday, moon. Let's do this for the, the moon too. What do you think is the color for the moon? Silver. Yeah, white white and silver. Yes. What's the metal? Silver. Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> was like, it's a trick question. Botanicals is a little harder, but what do you think? Botanicals. <laughs> Cantaloupe. Lily. Oh. And then there's a moonflower and mugwort. Hmm. But yeah, so I thought this was interesting because like we see those symbols and we talked about colors and magic. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you're creating your own spells, I mean, there's a lot of spell books, but I think like this chart could kind of help you create your own yeah, spells because you know what materials you need and yeah like what things go together mm-hmm. so that is sympathetic magic we also have some other types of magic okay and i think these ones are kind of like types of witches almost so there's folk magic mm-hmm. which is kind of like people that are more in marginalized communities that maybe don't have as much money so they use like their cultural resources like natural resources Mm -hmm. to create spells chaos magic which is one i feel like i could get down with um it already sounds fun (laughs) it's a modern magical practice that's focusing on the spellcaster's independence and personal needs i feel like that's kind of what we want to be right and then there is Green witchery, or also known as botanical magic. So that's like focusing on the natural world. So sometimes it's, you know, for healing purposes and sometimes working with plant spirits. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was one thing that my book said was that witches believe every living thing has a soul and a spirit. I need to take better care of my plants. Yeah. So like (laughs) your plants are crying. (laughs) I'm sorry, planties. Just kidding. Uh, I can only I only have one plant because I can't keep them alive. Yeah, what happened to that that one that ivy I gave you? Oh, it was she dead? She did. She's well, been dead for a long time. Yeah, that was also from like the the ninety nine cent store. Oh, really? <laughs> well, I didn't water it as much as I should have. Yeah, that's one thing that happened. Anywho, so. Hedge witchery, which I just like the name. Hedge witchery. witchery. So that is like a shamanistic school of magic that emphasizes interactions with the spirit world. So like if you think of hedge, Mm -hmm. it's a boundary between civilization and nature. Mm -hmm. All the rich people in Beverly Hills. Yeah. With their hedges. They have hedges. <laughs> Hedge witchery. But I mean, this one actually sounds a lot like Greenwich, but I think it's like more focused on spirits, maybe. Mm. Then kitchen witchery, which is kind of obvious, you know, mm-hmm. making potions and shit. Yeah. Yeah. And this, I thought this was kind of interesting. It says that spells may be cast by cooking, baking, 
concocting potions, a wooden spoon or ice pick may serve as a wand. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good to know. I do lo- I f- I do feel like whenever I use a wooden spoon for cooking, I feel more witchy. Yeah. <laughs> don't you? I love using I don't the wooden spoon. I have spoons. a wooden spoon. Oh, you don't? I need to get one. Do you want one of mine? No, I'll get one. Yeah. You don't have to give me They're pretty yours. cheap. Yeah, I'll find one. I'll go to the 99 cent store. I do love a good wooden spoon. Well, I... I, I prefer cooking with the wooden I spoon. Will get, <laughs> I will get I it. recommend it. I will get a wooden spoon. What do you use? Like, what's your favorite cooking? Like, when you're just, like, making eggs or something? What do you um, I have a spatula that is part of a set. Oh. It's, like, rose gold. Oh, nice. And it's cute. Nice. <laughs> but I'd be down for a wooden spoon. Wooden spoons are great. Very versatile. So those are like some types of magic. So there's also apotropaic magic. And in the book, there is this wand, a magical wand made of bone, like carved bone. Whoa, that's cool. So if you saw this, what would you think apotropaic magic might be? For the moon. So apotropaic magic, it comes from the word... I'm really going to mess this up, but uh, the Greek root apotropaean, and that means to ward off or prevent. Okay. So, so it's, it's protection magic. Oh, okay. Yeah. So well, that wand maybe this looks a little scary. Yeah, it does look a little scary, but, but you. that's, you know, it's it's for protection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's trying to ward off. It has to look scary. It's got to protect you. Yeah. Ward off the spirits. And some one example that the book gives is in The Wizard of Oz, Glenda's like bubble. Oh. Remember like that bubble? That's yeah. a that's apotropaic magic. Oh, okay. A little protection. Mm-hmm. That's a apotropaic magic. Okay. Then we have attraction magic. Mm. And that is, well, like to attract. Manifesting kind yeah, of. Yeah, to manifest, to attract. And it's like, if you think of like Lucky Charms, like the horseshoe, when people put like the horseshoe above their mm. door, that's yeah. attraction magic. At first, you know? I thought you were talking about the cereal. Oh, yeah. And I was like, lucky charms. Well, all of those <laughs> little things are, those charms yeah. are attraction magic. Okay. Do you know what the Manegi Neko is? Mm-mm. It's, I know you've seen them. They're those like little Japanese cats in like the arm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they're supposed to be kind of like welcoming. Okay. That's attraction magic oh my gosh i did attraction magic because my friend uh brought me back this little thingy from japan Mm. and you're supposed to color in one eye and make a wish and then once your wish comes true you color in the second eye oh that's cute and my wish was to get to get a dog oh and i found alfredo dude you cast a spell to get alfredo yeah that's crazy yeah that's crazy yeah So, yeah, also um, attraction is like the, a magnetic effect. So a lot of attraction magic is around desire and love and romance, mm. health. So more kind of like familial, I think. Yeah. Then the opposite of attraction magic is repulsion magic. Get the fuck away from me. Get the fuck away. So, like, yeah, repelling, repelling, you know, unwanted enemies. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, and this is, like, where cleansing comes in. Mm. So, like, when people use the sage. sage, Yeah. Okay. Repulsion. Yeah, you're, like, repelling the bad spirits. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you're, like, being haunted, you can 
Yeah. Use like a repulsion magic. Banishing toxic relationships. So then there's uh, malefic magic. And this is, I think, where we get into like the voodoo dolls. Yeah. Do you Um, think that's like evil magic kind of? It is. Yeah. You know, like Maleficent. Yeah. Yeah, so like evil. She's a bad bitch. It's dark magic directed towards. Like hurting someone. Yeah, yeah, or something. Wow. I don't want to so, do dark magic. I don't feel good about it. Yeah. But I think it's like kind of, I don't want to do it either. But um, I think the idea is it's a way for people that have been marginalized to have some sort of weapon, you yeah. know, like it's, it's people that haven't been like, like cast away in society and yeah. it's their tool to fight back i guess so i mean i can't blame them yeah you know so it's it's supposed to be very like discreet mm. secretive kind yeah. of magic and people use binding material like wax twine or fabric and then also pins and sharp objects oh yeah you know mm-hmm. the most notorious as we said, it involves dolls. Yeah, so, like um, a voodoo doll. Yeah, like a voodoo doll. And this book actually, I think, purposefully avoids discussing voodoo with this because I think voodoo is misunderstood. That's maybe a topic for a different time. Yeah. But they don't mention voodoo at all, actually, in when they talk about malefic magic. But oh. I think that that is still a good thing to think about how to remember it. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's malefic magic. I think, what kind of, what kind of witch... Do you think you would be? Do you have to just do one type of magic or can you do? I think you can do any types of magic, but I guess like when I think of like the green witch or like ceremonial magic, yeah, I guess you can be all of it. You can do all of yeah. it. I I kind of like the um the one where things represent each other. Mm-hmm. Sympathetic. Sympathetic magic. I kind of like that one. And I also like the green magic. Yeah, me too. I like that. Kitchen witchery is, is fun too. Oh, yeah. chaos magic is the one that I liked, kind of focusing on independence and personal. I feel like, yeah, a lot of these things are just holistically what witchcraft is, mm-hmm. but they're more like fine-tuned ways of like describing yeah. that kind of magic. And it's a lot. Like, I feel like we got to just start doing some magic. Yeah, we should. We've got to start casting some I spells. I already have people in our coven. Heck yeah. And the more people you get, well, you know, under 13. The more powerful. The more powerful, so. Do you think some friends from last night want to be in it? I think Bobo would be in it. I think Tori would, too. Yeah, Tori would, and then Kadar wants to be in it, and also Langston. he thinks his friend might be interested. No okay. white men in our covens. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't really, you know what I mean? Like I know what you mean. No, we're white women. Yeah, but that's different. Like not that much different. It is different because women have powers, like the feminine, the divine oh. feminine. I just don't like white men magic. Yeah. Well, no one does. It's not magical. It's not. We're allowed to decide I feel like, who's in our coven and who's not. And I, I feel like a lot of the stuff that I've been reading about witchcraft is like, it's like for marginalized communities. Yeah. Not for non-marginalized yeah. <laughs> white white men we'll, we'll take this whole part out yeah, whole thing. <laughs> but yeah fun stuff i think we're gonna i don't know if we're gonna do witchcraft next week but we'll definitely have an update yeah for you guys it might be fun um, to like sprinkle it in every so often yeah we'll see we'll definitely have an update for you guys on on our findings maybe it'll be like a 
a witchcraft tidbit. Yeah, or like maybe we can do a spell mm. together, all yeah. of us together. Yeah. And you guys can do it with us. Oh, yeah. That'd be cool. We'd be that like, would okay. be cool. Like collectively, our energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. We will just see about that. Um, well, guys, I hope you loved this episode. I feel like we taught you some things. We went on a journey. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. I think it's really nice that we're doing this because I think witchcraft gets a bad rep. I think it does too. I think it's like people think it's evil. Yeah, or, people are like, oh, I don't fuck with that. Yeah, or, or like, like it's going to be bad for you. But I think it's all positive. Like it's just manifesting in a different way. Yeah, it's very misunderstood. Yeah. When I think about witchcraft and I think about myself being a witch, I like walk with more confidence. Yeah. And it's like it's like you have your own little special secret power yeah and it's just a beautiful thing it's like what a lot of these self-help books are teaching yeah but it's like you know yeah and it's nice to have something to kind of believe in yeah and you know it's still really spiritual Mm -hmm. which is cool yeah well cool love you guys love you guys so much follow us on instagram thank you so much pod email us thank you so much pod everything thank you so much pod that's right. Hit us up, y'all. Hit us up. Oh, did we do a poll last time? Do we want to look at that poll? Oh, oh shit. We have 13,000 Spotify impressions. Hey. So the poll was, have you ever seen a cryptid? And 100% of people said no. Thank goddess. Oh, you put that? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I don't remember putting that. <laughs> I did that. <laughs> I said, hell yeah. Or no, thank goddess. Because... It's scary. No one of our friends who listen to this has seen a cryptid. Lame. Lame. All right. Well, love you love so you much. Guys. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Mwah. Mwah.